Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Big Trouble in Toad Town. <laughs> Big Trouble in Toad Town. I don't know whether this is a Mario spin-off or like Frogger's <laughs> nemesis. <laughs> well, we'll find out later in the episode. Um, for now, yeah. we're going to be pitching some video game movie adaptations. Video game movies, yes. Uh, the famously successful genre uh, <laughs> where there's where every one of them is a hit. Uh, <laughs> Oh, actually, this is two weeks in a row we've done tremendously successful genres. Last week, um, last week we, we pitched uh, pirates post-apocalypse movies, oh. of which there is one, yep. and it was, of, of course, incre- well-known and successful. Is that Waterworld? That's Waterworld, yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah, with, yeah, Kevin yeah. Go- with Kevin Costner. The El Dorado of films. <laughs> Um, And now we have the Eldorado of people That is Dave (laughs) Bond Yeah that's right Universally loathed in the 90s Hello there (laughs) Oh I thought everyone was constantly searching for you Because you were full of gold Ah no no I mean Eldorado uh... the failed soap opera Not Eldorado the sparkling chicken of gold <laughs> oh, it's so ironic, isn't it? I, I, I honestly thought it was, it was. Oh, uh, gold! You should strive towards. <laughs> but no, no. Hello, I'm Dave, and I'm back for another one of these. I'm perfectly suited to do this because I've, I've heard of some video games, and I know some games really well, and can probably turn them into films relatively well. And then others. Most of the ones that are probably, I think, anyone is going to mention, um, I, I, I haven't played uh, at all, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm behind in many things. We've been talking uh, about Resident Evil. I've never played one of them. That's that's a famous game. Yeah. There's loads of games like that that I've never played, and that makes me perfectly uh, positioned to be the executive, not just of this <laughs> podcast, but yeah. of the film adaptations, because that is how they're made. They're made by people who haven't the first idea. Uh, what the game is about except for you know, that, that's outdated information but whatever I'm an outdated person <laughs> I don't know I, I, I reckon in about 70% of video game adaptations that's still I true I saw the new um, Mortal Kombat uh, recently having oh. not yet seen the original Mortal Kombat film um, but I saw the new one oh. and so I can't compare the two but what I do know is that like um, it was getting a, a certain amount of praise for putting things from the game in the film properly. Uh, I think. I think it was. I think that was something I saw on the internet. And and I just don't agree because there's only one thing in Mortal Kombat that matters at all unless you're deep into Mortal Kombat. If you're into it and you know all the lore of it, then you may well be able to point to this or that person and go like, oh, they're wearing the right hat. If you're not in that fandom, then there's one thing to Mortal Kombat, and that is that at some point, someone will take hold of somebody's head and pull it upwards, ripping their whole spine out of their body. And that didn't happen in the film. So it's a write-off. Well, maybe we can put it in big trouble in Toad Town. That's that's my plan. That's what I'm hoping to do. Uh, well, uh, why don't we why don't we get over here and start pitching some honourable mention, shall we? <laughs> nearly, nearly. That sounded. If you didn't think about it, that sounded like it worked. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Dave was just looking at me and shaking his head. It had the cadence of a good link. So, big trouble in Toad Town was given to us by Ross underscore Originals on Twitter. Thank you, Ross, for that title. They found us on Twitter at Life's a Bit Show. You can also find us to give us titles on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast to get in touch with us there if you want to get your title read out and and pitch that movie so as matt said we're going to do some honorable mentions where we just read out a few more titles people give us and just pitch what those movies would be as well from phil walters we've got animal crossing animal crossing i mean it's 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 very popular i've played it yeah Yeah. okay Uh, uh, so what is the basic like when it comes to the heart of it the thing that animal crossing is is that you make a little place don't you that's what it is Mm. Yes, but I like. I think also amongst every incarnation, yeah, you're in debt. Yes, yes, there you're is in capitalism. Debt, you have to pay your mortgage, and you're making a nice little place. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I think for the film adaptation of this, then 
we need a, a sort of like okay here okay i've got it right the parents <laughs> is this a ken loach well, movie <laughs> the, the people who are going to come to this film are parents and their children right and in the yeah. time honored tradition what we do is for the children we put the the visual imagery from the thing but for the parents we put in something that they can relate to and respond to the parents mm. taking their children right now are going to be about my age they are going to be the the what we have now i believe we've started to call us geriatric millennials is the recent term people who are the on the oldest end of being a millennial and mm. to us mm. our main thing in in like our whole life right now and this has been dominant for like coming on for 10 years but it's reaching a crisis point at the moment where there may be riots if we can you know if our backs are all right for it <laughs> none of us can afford a house unless mm. we have our parents support unless we have parents who can afford essentially to get us a house that's the only way that anyone in my generation yeah. can do it unless we happen to have looked into a job in big business or something like that so there's your premise right this is the 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 millennial dream of owning your own property and yeah you're paying mm. a mortgage but that is something that we actually aspire to that's something we want <laughs> we to be allowed to, to be do debt, yeah. so there's your starting point yeah. someone scores somehow the dream of being able to start a mortgage and mortgage payments but with this idea of like okay to make it work to make ends meet we're gonna get it in this place we're gonna it's not gonna be in the uk it's gonna be on this island we found where the mortgage works differently and you, they'll accept like turnips so what i'll do is i'll grow turnip i'll take some turnip seeds because you can get them here no problem the seeds are no problem i'll take yeah. them there and i'll i'll sow the seeds there and then from there that's where the wacky hijinks begin and of course the so the person will be a, a sort of a chevy chase type it'll be someone whoever the millennial version of that is so, and uh, someone who can be a sort of a person who reckons they've got it all together and then everything falls apart around them i think i'm too young to know what type chevy chase is. honestly me too but I, <laughs> but I heard his name mentioned in something yesterday, so he was on my mind. But I think the sort of films he was in was where he is like um, on the cocky side of every man. Do you know what I mean? Kind of a, like a yes. full of himself. Mm. Certainly very, certainly like wrapped up in uh, like masculinity ideas, but in a okay. way that, that men just were in those days, so it wasn't much of a statement. So here we're looking for someone who is like cocky and full of themselves and just reckons that whatever they do will work so they go off with their scheme and it starts to go wrong but then in the end they all come together and they make a nice little how about andy sandberg does that work let me let me pull this rictus grin while i google the name andy sandberg and Andy Samberg definitely is that. Oh guy. right, Lonely Island. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would also, I would also take uh, Seth Rogen as well. Seth Rogen as, works as that mm-hmm. kind of guy. Yeah, but Andy Samberg, I, I think, uh, I think works. But by better. getting, I think, anyway, um, we need a live-action human so that the majority of the performance can be done on the cheap by this guy, and then now and then a, a, a CG animal will come in because it's an island of CG animals. I'm guessing if it's an animal, yeah, you've got yeah, to. Unless we go the Super Mario Brothers route, and we just recast everyone as humans, but say like, "Hi, my name is," and then it's a name a bit like an animal. <laughs> well, I'm I'm thinking like, wouldn't it be cool if like you start off in like you know Andy Sandberg starts off getting evicted because he can't make like yes. rent or whatever yes. in in uh, in in like. Brooklyn or yeah. something because <laughs> yeah. of like gentr- gentrification means he can't afford I like the sound of this uh, so far the rent. it's not an island yeah. it's in Central Park <laughs> and it is just like animals That's, Tom you've like, nailed he, it he, because the important thing is to make it disappointing how we how we, <laughs> we set this just wrong like the recent uh uh, rumors that I've been hearing about the second Sonic film that's coming up, right? We know it's got Knuckles in it, and so mm. geriatric millennial Sonic fans like me are going. I wonder if they're gonna do that. Knuckles is on a floating, flying island guarding Chaos Emeralds, and then the rumor came out that like he is going to be guarding Chaos Emeralds, but but the island is going to be Hawaii. And I am um, yeah, you know that you, what you've done there is you've mm. you've made an appropriate 
an appropriate <laughs> visual choice but it's disappointingly wrong that is what we need so yes central park <laughs> yes real central animals the li- like li- like realistic animals obviously there'll be cg but you know a squirrel will come up and offer a little i don't know i don't play animal crossing whatever it is a seashell whatever it is they have in that uh, th- so the currency is bells yeah and the other thing you should know is like yeah you you grow fruit yeah sell that you yeah. fish sell mm. that you um you like in 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 um what's it called new horizons which is the the newest one the the um the island one yeah. you dig up fossils I think, that, I think that might be the the, the case generally um and give them to a, a little owl who runs a museum i i think that what will be nice is if we add some because the one thing that animal crossing doesn't really have is um stakes mm. um it doesn't really have anything impending so I think it would be nice if Andy Sandberg wanders out into Central Park like aghast at the fact that he's essentially now homeless and meets a, yeah. racco- a talking raccoon yeah he's lost his job he's lost his home he's just wandering Central Park he hasn't got anywhere to go and when he's at his lowest that's when the animals start to talk <laughs> I don't, we don't know if that's really happening necessarily well, or not I think I think the first person he meets is Tom Nook, right? Because yeah. you always do in those those games. Yeah. And Tom Nook is the guy who, in every single one of the games, gives you the mortgage, gives you the loan to yeah. start to, to have a house, and and gives you. Hello, Andy. <laughs> it's me, Tom Nook. <laughs> you can call How me. How are you, uh, Tommy Nook? You can call me Tommy if you want. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> I got I got ten thousand dollars. I'm gonna make your dreams you. come true. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a plot of land in Central Park, and I got ten thousand dollars for you. You have to pay it back though. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, and then uh, <laughs> as it goes along, you know, he's like, oh, looks like you got a pretty nice house here, Andy. How about if uh, we make it a little bit bigger? Could put a roof on it. Um, and uh, you know they—that's that's how Animal Crossing goes, right? You 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 kind of get used to the, your one house, and then Tumnut comes along and says, "Hey, I can do some more work on that for you. You can make it bigger. You can give you an extra room or what have you. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to step up the mortgage, right?" But then we get to the point where the the, the debt is so big that I think someone buys Tumnut's debts. Right. <laughs> I think someone someone human. Yeah. Uh, like Dennis Hopper Obviously, um, yeah. buys, <laughs> buys Tom Nook's debts from so this friendly raccoon who was like oh just get it to me when you can right. uh, sort of like starts enforcing that and starts threatening Andy, Andy Sandberg to go to prison because he doesn't know own, <laughs> he doesn't own the land rights for uh, the, the the actual land deeds for In Central, Central Park, Park. Yeah. So I, I think I think the big bad guy is obviously Dennis Hopper, yeah. who uh, who sends his bailiffs round, and uh, and I, I think all the animals help out, uh, yeah. trying just to beat him up. So like I I think um, I think I think there's one bit where like because obviously Bladders the the owl is make has been making this museum like he's found all these bones and stuff in Central Park yeah. and has been cataloging them and then they have this whole thing where like. Uh, you know, Dennis Hopper's running away from the animals through the through the dark woods in the uh, in in Central Park, <laughs> and then he comes across this enormous T Rex skeleton. He's like, ah! <laughs> um, and, and it's actually you know Blathers has set up this whole this whole T Rex skeleton to stand over him, uh, scare and, him, and he falls in. He falls into the the big lake in Central Park, and that's when the police show up and, and go, "We've been trying to catch this guy for for months." Yeah, I actually, I've actually changed my mind on Bladders. I don't think he's been digging up bones in Central Park. I think he's been stealing from the Natural History Museum. <laughs> he's like, I, I, I say, I found this fossil, and isn't it wonderful? Uh, I found this priceless piece of art. He's um, just been flying into the Natural History Museum. But it's not, and but it's not just, off. it's not just the Natural History Museum, and he isn't just setting up a museum of bones. He's been like, oh, I found this 50-inch flat-screen TV. 
<laughs> stealing from every shop. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Andy Sandberg, I think, just ends up living in Central Park yeah. uh, with all with all this in, in amongst all this rubbish that he's used to build a house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Living living with raccoon Tommy Wiseau. Uh, <laughs> very funny, Andy. <laughs> and he's he's just got like. Um, it's just it, it, the whole thing looks very unkempt. <laughs> yeah, like it, like it it pulls out at the end of the movie, and it's just it, it it's not the best ending. For no, I think, I think we pull I think we pull way. out to um, someone asking a, 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 a like a policeman like that's a, that guy's pretty weird just sitting in amongst all that trash he's piled up. Should shouldn't someone help him? And the cop is just like. None of the officers actually want to go near him. But he has an army of animals who will who'll who'll who will scratch and bite yeah. the eyes out of anyone who comes near Someone, him. We can have a scene where You don't wanna you don't wanna cross Sorry Tom. <laughs> go on Dave. Go on Dave. Uh, you don't wanna cross those animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. we should have a scene where um someone does. Like they send in someone and then there's a new skeleton in the museum. Look, look at these new <laughs> bones that I found. Look at all these new bones. Beautiful. <laughs> so that was Animal Crossing. Uh, Nintendo, don't listen to this, please. Um, <laughs> don't sue. I, I, I would imagine Nintendo would not be happy with that adaptation. Mm, yeah, possibly, <laughs> possibly not. Animal Crossing. No, possibly not. Um, so from my waste of talent, we've got, wow, you look like Tony Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> now, now this was a very high contender for, for yeah. this week's title. So, is, so is Tony this... Hawk famously uh, having, a, having a multi-decade long existential crisis. Yeah. How are you supposed to know what Tony Hawk looks like in order to go like, oh, you look like Tony Hawk. Like if a man skateboarded in, that would be the cue for me. I'd go, mm. that man looks like Tony Hawk. But if he just had the face of Tony Hawk, nothing. I would be like, what? Yeah. I don't know the context in which anyone has ever seen what Tony Hawk looks like. Because he doesn't, he's not in the game because it's too he's, old for that, for it to look like him. He's, he's on all the front covers and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Is like, he? He's, he's, he's wearing a helmet. He was on though. quite a lot of like yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, Back in the day, he was on TV was quite he? a bit. This is the thing. His name is known, and this That's is it. where the, the title comes from. So, like, Tony Hawk's now sort of undergoing this whole thing. Uh, he, he posts on Twitter all the time, just like someone at a restaurant saying, oh, can, can I take yeah. your name? Yeah, it's Tony Hawk. Uh, ah, like, like the, the skateboarder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so is this is this like the, the movie of Tony Hawk's Pro Lookalike 3, then? <laughs> like where where someone just does actually look like Tony Hawk and, and is asked to do a series of more and more elaborate skate tricks even though they've never skateboarded in their life. So it's the story of someone who does look like Tony Hawk and everyone now has heard the stories about how everyone keeps seeing Tony Hawk <laughs> and going, oh, you're ah. just like Tony Hawk and no one wants to do that anymore because they're all embarrassed. So when this guy who looks like Tony Hawk, but isn't called <laughs> Tony Hawk, goes yeah. about his business, everyone goes, everyone just assumes he's Tony Hawk because they don't want to put their foot in it and go, yeah. you look like Tony Hawk. So they keep <laughs> making him do stuff. They'll just put a, a skateboard in his hand and push him off a ramp. <laughs> and say, and say, hey, I, I really need help getting that videotape down yeah. from that high place. Yeah. Um, I need, I need you. To, if can you, can you collect? I'm gonna set up this ramp. Yeah. Can you, can you collect uh, the letters S, K, A, T, and E yeah. from just around this area in maybe oh, let's call it three minutes. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> however long it takes for Superman uh, to play twice by Goldfinger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got an idea for this because we can have all that. I think the plot of it needs to resemble something along the lines of the Bourne identity. <laughs> okay. So, so this guy wakes up with amnesia in in the south of France, or something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Ripping it straight from the Bourne identity. I dig it. And uh, and he's just walking around, just like, who am I? What what happened? Like, what's going on? And um, 
and he's walking around France and uh, he's and people are like starting to recognise him just like ah Monsieur Hawk he's like oh I, I guess I'm Mr. Hawk uh, and then and someone's like uh, oh you're Tony Hawk you're Tony Hawk and he's like no I'm not Tony Hawk I'm not professional skateboarder Tony Hawk and it's like yes you are yes you are do a trick and um, and then and then who, who, who is this he's talking to just a, just a like guy? Just a child. Uh, it's, just, it's just Joe yeah. Pesci, I see. Um, <laughs> Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, do a trick, do a trick. Come on, do a trick. Uh, and he's like... He's got I'll a shoot knife. you. He's got, he's got a gun. And this guy... Do a trick. And this guy comes to believe that he must logically be Tony Hawk, the professional skateboarder, because everybody thinks he is. And he's just... And he's got no mm. memory. So at the same time as everyone is just assuming he can do these tricks and making him do them, he assumes he can do these tricks and just can't currently remember how. So between them, between him and the public, <laughs> they create this persona yeah. for this man. And then when he when he meets the real Tony Hawk, which happens like you know, either at the end of the film or like actually it's a buddy comedy between this fake Tony Hawk and real Tony Hawk. I I have I have a counter proposal for you, Dave. Okay. And 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 you are yeah. the arbiter of this. You can tell me which one, which one you prefer. Okay. I think he goes to the is it Ubisoft or IDOS? I can't remember which one who, who made those games. Don't know. Don't he care. He goes to it's, uh, NeverSoft. NeverSoft is one. He goes to the NeverSoft like headquarters because he's injured. He needs to pay hospital bills for for his broken arm, but he doesn't have any money and nobody like he doesn't know any of his bank details. So he's like he goes to the only place he knows he's been paid before, NeverSoft headquarters, <laughs> right? And they say, "No, Tony Hawk isn't a real person." Oh. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. We made thriller. we made him we made him up for the game. But this, yeah, but this guy now has the support of everybody in the world. Like, the public thinks that he's now, because, because, okay, so in the first, like, arc of the film, as people were mistaking him for Tony Hawk, and he was starting to go, well, I must be Tony Hawk, this built, he built this rapport with the public. So by the end of, I know, a third into the film, by the first act of the film, by the end of that, He's learned all the tricks. He is skateboarding. He is ostensibly yeah. Tony Hawk now. And so <laughs> yeah, when he yeah. goes to get, you know, his dues to get his like money from the game, like they're like no, we just made you up. And now he's able to like he's got the public on his side. He's about to establish that he is in fact <laughs> Tony Hawk. So when he appears on CCTV quite early on in the film, we cut to the CIA in Virginia. Uh, and someone's watching, <laughs> yes, watching Virginia tapes. There like, oh, a Tony Hawk. Watching someone doing doing like a five forty on a quarter pipe or something, and Joe Pesci's like, "Whoa, what the <laughs> fuck!" As he and, brandishes this pistol. And, and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just firing it off. He's got like little cowboy boots on. He's he's uh, <laughs> who's who's playing Tony Hawk in this? Well, it needs to be uh, someone who looks like Tony Hawk. <laughs> looks like Tony Hawk, so... Um, who looks like Tony Hawk? I don't know Hawk. what Tony Hawk looks like, so I can't help uh, Ray, Ray Romano. Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Romano's like, I'm not Tony Hawk. Um, and so so we cut to Virginia, uh, the CIA headquarters, and someone someone's watching footage of this guy do like a, like a trick on a ramp. And Ray Romano doing skateboarding tricks <laughs> while Joe Pesci's off at the side firing a pistol into the air, and and he's like, pause it, pause it, Jesus Christ, that's Tony Hawk, <laughs> and I, I think Tony Hawk was made by NeverSoft to sell video games while also being being the name of a famous assassin mm. who kills people with skateboards. Oh no. How does he kill them? Does what? he does he put skateboards in front of people as they're walking along and they whoop? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yay! What? <laughs> to open sewers and things. Well, the thing is, you look at you look at footage of the JFK yeah. assassination. You see someone hovering by in the crowd, and it's like, whilst that's a bit weird, uh, they're hovering by, and it is just Tony Hawk on a skateboard with Joe Pesci yes yeah. and he puts a skateboard the in front pistol. of the JFK's car and the car goes whoop and falls over that's <laughs> how he died <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh, that's uh, that's that's what happens 
That's how the JFK yeah. assassination well, happened. Lots of deba- just, there's been loads like, of debate because there was a second skateboard that went by in another direction. <laughs> and it was Joe Pesci. There was a dog on that one, but, no, <laughs> but nobody's noticed that. Yeah. There was a second skateboarder. Yeah, yeah that's. I, I think uh, I think he gets hunted down by uh, by another skateboarder who, <laughs> who I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I know I know plenty of famous skateboarders, but I don't know any that would be in the zeitgeist as much as Tony no. Hawk. Bam Margera, obviously. Oh, obviously, yes, yeah. Um, Bam Margera of uh, Jackass of course. fame. I think that the film should climax with them on a in a half pipe on a on a roof somewhere. Um, just constantly trying to slip each other up with the skateboards, not doing any tricks. <laughs> just trying to slip each other. Wait, up wait, wait! With but the we could, it, like, we could punch this up because they're going to want tricks, right? The executives are going to want tricks, yeah. so we could have a yeah, yeah. an action sequence where, yeah, they're doing tricks, but all they're trying to do is get a skateboard under the other guy. So they go down a ramp, you know, jump off, do a big flippy roundy. Yeah. But it's because they're trying to get their the other guy who's also doing a big flip to get his <laughs> skateboard under them. They're trying to get their skateboard <laughs> under him, and that that's what it is. They're just each trying to get skateboards under each yeah. other. Yeah, and as, and so and so the skateboard is going under them, and they're like, "Well, that's what I needed to land this jump." So yeah, flip. yeah. So they land on each other's skateboard. Yeah, and, and it's, it's actually and, and, helping and, each other do do tricks, yeah, but that's yeah. not what they're trying to do. <laughs> so every time, like, so I mean, every time they pull off an amazing trick, they then like go, "Oh." and like shake their fists <laughs> at the sky. I, th- I think we could have made it to this point without any of the assassination stuff. I think I think all you do is have Neversoft dispatch Bam Margera to get rid of this guy right. who's taking all the money. <laughs> Who knows too much. Yeah. Yeah. He's taking all the money from Tony Hawk. Why are they, okay, so they want... Okay, so uh, if I understand it correctly, they've made a game about a skateboarder. They've invented yeah. a skateboarder. A man who claims yeah. to be that skateboarder has come in. <laughs> so they, the company who've invented the skateboarder, want to hire an assassin to get rid of, yeah. to get rid of this guy. Why have they yeah. hired a skateboarder assassin? <laughs> <laughs> no, they've just hired another skateboarder. They haven't hired an assassin. Okay, why? They've hired a, they've hired a skateboarder to, 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 to show him up. Oh, um, so they don't want to kill him. <laughs> they just want to prove he's not yeah. Tony Hawk. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. By by getting a real because, skateboarder in, right. and then in in, in, yeah. in in such a way as gives you the born identity conundrum without having to it be the same film as the born identity yeah. but with skateboards. It's it's the skate it's the famous skateboarder that slipped up JFK of course, uh, yeah. in Dallas yeah, that day. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's very disrespectful <laughs> of you, then, Matt. Forgot about that. The assassination of an American president. You forgot about it. <laughs> Flipping. Yeah. Hey. They, they, oh, they slipped yeah. him up and, and then he got in the car. Right. Uh, that's that's the thing. Well, it, it, was, it wasn't. No, do you know what it was? It was he was shown up because he couldn't do a skateboard trick, <laughs> yeah. and that's what riled Very his assassins up into killing him. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he can't even land the skateboard trick when it's thrown underneath him. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> Give me that. Get, hand, me, hand me that grassy knoll. <laughs> I, I choose. I choose to do a kickflip not because it is easy, <laughs> but because it is hard. <laughs> Pass me that umbrella and, and copy, of, <laughs> copy of Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> all right so those are all our honorable mentions thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week and remember to go over to our social media to give us titles in the future if you're listening and you want to get involved go to uh, facebook.com forward slash life's pitch podcast and at life's a pitch show on twitter uh, give us a like give us a follow give us your titles so we now move on to our final major pitch which this week comes from ross underscore originals on twitter Big Trouble in Toad Town. So, I vaguely remember seeing Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yeah, I don't remember it. No, I don't remember it. I'm not going to be of any use there. Oh, me neither. Let's, let's not worry about it then. No, let's no. not worry about it. <laughs> it's only... The, the trouble is the only thing we need to carry across. There's just going to be some big trouble. Um, and <laughs> is that going to be in a town of toads? Because this is a, this is a game adaptation. Yeah. So is it going to be mm. a town of toads from Mario... Is it going to be? Is there any that, that Toads game that that Battle Toads? Battle Toads, yeah. Probably uh, it could be, be someone loosely related to Frogger. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like the battle yeah. toads. Probably going to be the toads from Mario, isn't it? It's yeah. probably going to be the toads from Mario. What yeah. really? What we're talking about is Super Mario Brothers again. Like that. <laughs> yeah. we, we've got to pitch a new Mario film because yeah. that's what the big trouble in Toad Town is. Is that they're all there's 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 Bowser and that. Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know you know what the greatest thing about that is? What Mario full of shrinking and growing stuff. So big trouble can uh, be uh, like. Yeah. Uh oh! Yeah, someone's turned up in in Toad Town, like in the Mushroom Kingdom, and is suddenly absolute has got like a super super giant mushroom, yeah, and is now stomping around like a kaiju, or yeah, you know, knocking all the blocks away. Yeah, or Mario's accidentally been poisoned with a little tiny mushroom, and suddenly mm. he's like got to climb up, you know, climb up a chair leg and get onto the kitchen table, that yeah. sort of stuff. I, I think we do yeah, all um, of this. Well, we, oh, we yeah. put all of this into the movie. Definitely. I'm, I'm concerned uh, mainly with, with the aesthetics of this one. Are we going yeah, okay. with the with the Blade Runner-inspired uh, of world of... <laughs> what, else, what, what else could you possibly do in a Mario film? Obviously, it's got to be Blade Runner uh, fungus punk. What else... <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we, yeah. We, do, we don't go Obviously. with the uh, with the tried and tested Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, no, we need another one. The... No, we, we, we've, if we're going to make a proper Mario film, we can't do yeah. either. We have to come up with something that is a wholly original. Like, well, not wholly original because you know it can just look like Blade Runner with mushrooms. But yeah. we, we have to come up with something that has nothing to do with any previous vision of Mario that there's ever been. Like, we just right. need to roll the okay. dice here. We need to come up with something. That no one expects oh. and no one will be happy with. So, what's popular? What's a popular setting in films now? It's difficult to tell what's going on in films now because broadly the answer is waiting until cinemas can open again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. What was going on in films in 2019? What was the zeitgeist then? Oh, I know. Um, creepy flower cults. <laughs> 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 creepy flower cults was a yes. thing. Yes. Okay, so in this case, it's creepy mushroom cults. Nope, flower cult. Because remember, a creepy mushroom <gasps> cult would make sense to be about Mario. <laughs> I've, I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. Um, Mario, played yep. by the one and only Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. And and his brother Luigi, played by uh, John. John Leguizamo. So this is a sequel to that film. Yes. Yeah. This is a sequel to that film. Um, right. Except that they're called up to do. A to, they called up to do some plumbing work in this yeah. in this town because they're plumbers called Toad Town. So let so let's just just quickly if we're going to do a sequel to the Mario yeah. movie on pub we need to uh, quickly say <laughs> that Mario and his brother Luigi are plumbers in Brooklyn yeah. who yeah. are just working class guys yeah. and have previously had one adventure in in which they get sucked into a world where lizards. Yes, were, dinosaurs uh, have a city into, and are yeah. humans now. Yes. Well, this is the yeah. thing. This is the thing. We're doing like a full-on, um, like Indiana Jones reboot kind of thing, where right. this is set. Okay. This is set in enough time since since 1993. Yeah. So this is uh, 27, okay. 28 years ago. Yeah. 28 years ago, yeah. 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 Uh, 28 years into the okay. future from that time. So obviously, they've had loads of adventures. Um, there was there was one adventure where Mario had to clean up a load of graffiti uh, in in the town, as, as we all know from the oh, Mario yeah, Brothers movie. Oh, went on holiday, but then got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 ton of, of graffiti yeah. all over the place. Uh-huh. Um, and... Uh, and and Luigi, Luigi bought a mansion that turned out it was haunted. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I love that, that that John Leguizamo uh, yeah. solo movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was great. It was great, and it was it was like John Wick but with a Hoover. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and can now... we have Keanu in this somewhere? Who can he play? Toad. What like in the He's no toad. because no because we've already got a toad. We need another character that's like a oh Captain Toad. He could be Captain Toad. <laughs> okay, Toad and Captain Toad are I'm two Captain different toad. characters. I am, I am Toad. Yeah, and I'm Captain Toad. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I've got to stop you there because this is a sequel to Super Mario Brothers. So we already have Toad, and he kind of talks like that, and he's Mojo Nixon. 
That's that's oh. Toad. So Keanu, we don't. I don't know if we can get him. So I don't know if he's going to be in it. So Keanu is is Captain yeah. Toad instead. And this is the film where we are introduced to him. So because okay. Toad Town. So he is the guy we meet in Toad Town, who's like the leftover survivor of whatever's happened with this flower cult, right? And yeah, he's, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's there, um, and he's like kind of in his John Wick persona. So he's mm. he's a, a brilliant assassin. So, okay, so, so very much it's kind of like the com- the competent captain who's t- who's taking um, uh, Mario and Luigi through this this brand new world in which everything's gone wrong. Yeah, and whenever creepy flower cults. right, and whenever like mobsters and stuff gang up on him, he immediately you know he'll whip out knives, he'll break chair legs, he'll be like whip whip whip, killing everyone in a few swift moves while it goes like. <laughs> I really love the idea of of Keanu Reeves in just a just a purple and red waistcoat uh, and, yeah. and like a, a silly little mushroom yeah. hat and yeah. giant yeah. giant parachute pants. Yeah. Um, and I think I think the the thing what the, what's happening is like because we've talked about it being a, like a creepy flower call, right? Yeah. Um, what we have is. John Wick like t- is taking um, taking Mario and Luigi like through this town, mm-hmm. right? And people, st- other people in waistcoats and like silly mushroom hats, yeah. start leaning out the windows, right? And then John Wick's like throws a, a throwing knife at one of them. It just impales them in the head, and they fall. Ah! Yeah. And then, like, two more come running out into the street, and he, like, fights them, smashes a table leg, jams it through one of their heads, yeah. like, throws the other one into a, into a <laughs> the trough, funny thing is, like, down a well. These are all CGI creations that look like the, the video game Toad, toad <laughs> yeah. people. So they're all jumping the at him, and he's can... just punching them away. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you can tell the difference is that the little spots that would were on their their toadstool hat or or you know or not hat it's yeah. the top of their head um, are flower shaped. Oh uh, right, yeah. That's uh, that's the, the the one tell. Yeah. Between these people and the uh, and 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 normal toads. Um, and what's happened is at some point the, this place has been infested or infected or or the, just a cult has formed. I haven't made any of those decisions yet, but something's up with this with well, this town. It, it should be that it is the it is the cult from right. I, I'm struggling here. What's the flower cult film called? Midsummer. Yes, it is basically that cult, except <clears throat> it started because there's a a big flower that's opened up yeah. and it's got its roots mm. in everyone it's come from oh, space yes. and, and, and it's, yeah it came from space it's, this whole thing about it being like it hungers for blood yeah right like it, it, it hungers for blood and like you start to see like when <laughs> when he like bashes a, a toad's head in and it splits in half and teeth come out of the top of this oh. um, like this, the, oh this split God. head like, Whoa, yeah. like a Resident Evil movie <laughs> right? like it, like a little tongue is flipping yeah. around. Uh-huh. Little his art their, their arms turn into little um, leaves. Yeah. Um, and they're like yeah. wandering around, and it's slowly going to be re- uh, revealed that the thing that is that is infesting this thing is a piranha plant. It's the first right. like. Well, and in fact, let me let me make a little adjustment then, uh, which is that in the Super Mario Brothers movie, the Goombas in that, which we all know are little mushroom, little angry mushroom guys. In that, yeah. they're these giant bouncer guys with a tiny little reptile head on top. So that's yeah. not it. That doesn't resemble Goombas in any way at all. So in mm. this, instead mm. of toads, instead of little mushroom toads, they should be flowers. They should be little flower guys. And you think that they're nice flower guys. Okay. But when you hurt one and out of its pod comes... Blah, all this horrible stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. that's when you it's learn more, that yeah. even though they start out as nice flowers what they've been infested by is this big piranha plant that's opened up somewhere and uh, and it's yeah. turning them all into a, a cult okay okay so is that going to be at the start do you think is that going to be the first thing or do you think Mario is going to be lost in this society and then slowly like surrounded by these toads and, and, and in like, a kind of like uh, hey join us join okay, us well, and then what, like a what kind I'll of invasion there, of the body snatchers kind of thing what I'll say there is you're mm. thinking too much in terms of structure um, which isn't the way we make Mario films right just throw, <laughs> throw stuff in doesn't matter <laughs> 
Well, I I have no other way of thinking about movies, so... Right, um... well then, uh, you might be a bit too old-fashioned for this project then, Grandad. Because we're leading a, a cinematic revolution here. This is the second ever video game adaptation in the cinema. We've got we've to push some envelopes here. Yeah, and as long as one of those envelopes is being pushed towards me and is bulging full of money, yeah. I don't mind. So, yeah. let's just recap. So... Mario and Luigi have been called from yeah. from this uh, weird cyberpunk or, or fungus punk uh, New York, um, yes, into this into this little town uh, where Maybe the lone survivor Keanu name. Reeves. They've got a phone call. They've got a uh, they've got a kind of Ghostbusters or Batman like. If if listen, uh, if we're gonna phone. if we're gonna have if we're gonna do the cult thing, if we're gonna do an HP mm. Lovecraft cult thing, you need <laughs> a, a mysterious note is very important. So they get a mysterious note pushed through their apartment door. From from like un, from Uncle Mario or something. Like, you know, it's just someone completely unrelated. Like, <gasps> I've been no! living happily in this from Doctor Mario. I, Mario's I've got dad. It. I've got it. No, 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 no. It, it is. Uh, he's like. I. I never had an uncle. I never had an uncle Mario. Why? Why is the W upside? Why is the? Why is the M upside down? No. Right. Oh yes. I, I mean, I mean, this is this is just like they they we don't see it, yeah. but the Wario logo is is the is upside down, so it looks like from your old pal Uncle Mario. And he's like, I'm Mario. I ain't got a. I ain't got an uncle Mario. Well, it's Wolf investigating, <laughs> says says Luigi, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. Let's get in the van and then drive to uh, to Toad Town. I believe it is. <laughs> I believe it's called." <laughs> he's like, he's like, they they go to the wrong place. They start off. It's like this doesn't match anything on the map, and he's like, "You've got to turn the whole thing upside <laughs> down." And that's how they discover that the, the, the W is yeah, the MCW. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think the hidden the hidden uh, villain who started the the flower cult is uh, is Wario. But why would Wario's got nothing to do with flowers? Matt, you've fallen into that trap again. Remember, it yeah. doesn't oh, matter. I'm so bad at yes. it. Simply doesn't matter. So what has to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> but we can, but we've got to make him to do with flowers though, for, at least for the coherence. No, sorry, I fell into the same trap from over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's just a flower Wario man. Has, Wario has a rocket, I think. So right. it could be <laughs> now we're that, talking. Um, it could be that he went and got this piranha plant from the moon. Right. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. And that's just given in some some very vague exposition at the end. Right. He's like, when I got into this, I don't know who's uh, who's going to be playing Wario. When Ooh. I got into this, into my rocket to fly to the moon so I could get this piranha plant to start this flower cult, <laughs> I knew you'd be here, Mario. <laughs> well, Wario is played by uh, John Goodman. I think. Very much like a kind of like a um, uh, little shop of horrors. He thought he had a plan, right? But the the, the flower has become yeah. more the, the more the a mastermind than he has. Oh yeah. And now we find out that like it, his his plans got away from him, mm. and it's gonna it's gonna it's also infested Wario in the time that it's uh, it's been here. We now realise there's four characters, and we can get them to do one repetitive task to destroy the piranha plants. <laughs> <laughs> like like pu- pumping up or, yeah. or like drawing <laughs> yeah. or or climbing a flagpole yeah and we'll uh, rate them based on which something like the that it. even though it's important yeah. they do I it mean, to save the whole world they're still going to be ranked based on their performance yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think because Wario owned this town, right? This is a company town. Mm. This is a company town. This is a sort of WarioWare-owned industrial town, and it's since become, you know, flowerified, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's become overgrown, right? And there are little drones flying around uh, that are <laughs> called uh, that are called like um, is it? Uh, they're, they're little. They're shaped like clouds. They've got a man with a fishing rod on uh, oh. on them on the top. Yeah, um, and you're speaking like a true something... executive producer of this Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're when, in clouds. Whenever... <laughs> They've got fishing rods. <laughs> whenever they do the something guy, good, the little guy with the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> 
whenever they do something good, like beat a load of uh, beat a load of uh, kind of zombified toads up, or like climb to the top of a flagpole competitively, the little cloud drones come and drop loads of coins on top yeah. of them. <laughs> because that's the incentive. It's like work detected. You will be rewarded with coins. Yeah. Somehow that the plants the plants are allergic to the gold coins. So it, it's yeah. it's constantly just destroying these the the plants hold over over the people of Toad Town, and they're becoming more like normal normal Toad people now. Most of the town is overgrown with these piranha plants, right? Yeah. Um, apart from one single track, one single branching track that goes round in a big loop around the town, <laughs> so that you can only take, you know, you can only move along this one. Almost, almost like board game like circuit. Yeah. yeah. This is very good that you're concentrating so hard on on Mario Party. This is I like <laughs> because the original game uh, ignored everything in all the Mario games except for the fact that the latest one, Mario World, was technically, although nobody remembers this, set in a dinosaur world. And that is why that film was the way it was. You've done the same thing here. Yeah. I approve. We're doing well. This is greenlit <laughs> so far. So the whole game, the whole movie is themed around Mario. Yeah, Marty. you've picked a completely um, irrelevant to Mario detail of one game, and I like it. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I don't think I can manage to get the dice blocks in, but um, I feel like I can get... We, we've got the mini games. That's sorted. Mm. We've got the why they need coins... Um, and I think the, the only way into Wario's Castle is by getting enough stars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Wario's Castle is where the seed is located. So um, that's... I mean, it, it, it well, fits itself. Well, what, what, what they've been manufacturing, as well as getting plants from the moon, is they've been manufacturing um, nuclear fusion technology. As we all know from Spider-Man 2, those create miniature stars. So mm, they, right. they've just sort of been dropping them around all over town because that's uh, that's what happened yeah. when the uh, when the town got destroyed by the plants. All, all the stars just sort of were, were hidden around and uh, and and they've got to collect they've got to collect them before they take them uh, take them back to destroy the plants. Uh, that sounds like the entire movie. To yeah, me. I don't know. I don't know how it ends. Um, Doesn't matter. But I imagine I imagine it's got something to do with fire flowers. And fireballs. <laughs> they take out the uh, the plant with all the coins. Uh, all the toad people are back, but they are, like I said, the CGI toad people from from the actual video game, uh, just waddling around. Um, and then, do you, do you know what? I I think I've got the I've got the finale. Okay. Oh yeah. Um. So they've got they've opened up Wario's castle, right? Mm-hmm. His his. Uh, Headquarters. He's, he's, they've gone in. They've tried to get to his to his boardroom, um, but they can't because the piranha plants got so big that actually it's taking up the entire castle, right? Mm. So then the entire castle like stands up on these little rooty legs, Ooh. right, and starts smashing everything like in, in anger. Yeah. Mario says, "If only I had the." the some mushrooms that make me bigger oh, yeah. so I could fight this thing. I right? forgot about this bit. And he's like, but the flowers have, have gotten rid of all the ma- all the big mushrooms for me to, the super mushrooms <laughs> for me to eat. Yep. Uh, and, and Keanu says, Ex- all except one. <laughs> and uh, he's like, and jo- uh, <laughs> I can't do it. Nekazama is like, he's like, no, no, you can't possibly mean that. <laughs> he's like, do it. Do it for everyone. Eat me. <laughs> Just eat me, Mario. Remember as well that Keanu Reeves, he's not... He's not voicing a CG character. He's literally just Keanu Reeves, but we just understand that he's a, a mushroom. We yeah, just yeah. understand yeah. it. Bob Hoskins' jaw detaches, and, and we see him just pushing Keanu Reeves down. like oh. Right, what he is, what Keanu Reeves is, is that... He, so you know in the first film there was all the fungus everywhere and little mushrooms coming off it and then at the yeah. end they restore all of that back into the old king well yeah. in that there was a mushroom that had been picked from it and that got restored <laughs> forward in time into a different person and that's Keanu Reeves yeah. so that's yeah. why he's there a mushroom go. and so you can just eat him <laughs> okay. and you'll get the properties of a mushroom even though he's a yeah. mushroom I love how 
I love how you really don't care about the the link between no, no. the the games no, no, no. and this movie, but you really no. do care about the link between <laughs> because, that movie and because this that's movie. how it would be made. This is I in my head. We are <laughs> we've been entrusted with the IP of that film, and as in the day that that film was made, the the people involved in the film. <laughs> company do not care or know about the games yeah. they only care about the film that they've got so yeah so we do have to make some kind of link between those two things and listen i'm here i can do that for you easily you just carry on you say anything i'll be able to link it back to the film as i just a, a link carry a link between worlds if um, you like yeah uh, which, not which gets me on to my uh, my after credit sequence, uh-huh. <laughs> in which because it's a castle that's uh, that's been destroyed, yeah, um, and there's a load of vines everywhere. Yep. Um, underneath the castle, there's just this little little guy in a in a green green outfit uh-huh. with a sword. He wakes up. And he's going bloody hell! <laughs> How long? A- what year is it? What is is Robin Williams? Um, oh yeah playing playing Link from the uh, from the Zelda uh, franchise he turns up and goes I've got to I've got to oh I've got to save Princess Zelda oh uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then the Mario brothers go we'll we'll help you <laughs> and then they uh, we'll help they... What, if we have to if we have to these brothers will help you smash anywhere <laughs> and then and then it zooms out and there's um there's uh solid snake watching it all on a CCTV yeah. camera. <laughs> Nonsense. Who sat next to Kirby? Who sat next to Kirby who's just gone Bloody hell, he really ate that Keanu Reeves character, didn't he? It's at the end like, of this film. <laughs> the end of this film is that the camera keeps zooming out an extra layer to another person yeah. who goes, bloody hell, and then it zooms out to someone else and goes, bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I like the idea that it zooms out to Solid Snake look, watching through a CCTV camera and um, you just see Solid Snake, Solid Snake played by David Tennant. He goes, bloody hell. And then just behind him is just this face this big pink face going <gasps> and he's like no 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 <laughs> as Kirby tries to like sneak up on him and, and I love how Kirby is just a person painted pink yeah and not a ball no no it's just a person it's Matt it's, Lucas uh, it's Matt it's Lucas, Matt Lucas yeah. painted pink <laughs> so yeah anyway that was big trouble in Toto <laughs> I hope you kept up with that As I, if, you, if you don't have an intimate knowledge of the Mario yeah. games and or movies you might have uh, I think we might have lost track honestly there, no I think we've imparted all the information that's necessary and that any confusion anyone still feels <laughs> is just in keeping with the theme okay yeah fair enough yeah. yeah. If you're confused, that was on purpose. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. There we go. So um I hope you've all enjoyed uh, our our take on video game movies. If you have uh if you have enjoyed the uh the podcast then um well you should probably go and first before you do literally anything else before you do anything to help us before you go to the Patreon before you look at, go to our socials you're going to go over to Twitter and follow Demon Tomato Dave. At that point where else would they branch off from there, Dave? Well, I mean, frankly, I'm happy for them to support this podcast before they do this. Like, that's fine. You don't need to do this first. But where they could then go, if, they're, if they, they've gone like, well, I like podcasts, as evidenced by the fact that I listened to this one. I want other podcasts that are quite funny in which Dave blithers on. And there's two options for you. There's Sonic the Comic, the podcast, which comes out every two weeks and is about the old British Sonic comic, but also the adverts that are in it and the general existence of living in the 90s and what that was like. Um, But also, actually, as it happens, we've now got to some really good Sonic stories and we're telling you what happens in them. They've just finished the adaptation of Sonic 3 and Knuckles and it was really good. So you can go and listen to Sonic the Comic, the podcast. That's on Twitter, at Sonic Podcast, but you can just find the podcast itself. My other one, Serious Disney's. Uh, serious and then D-I-S-N-E-S-S that is also a uh, well I've been realising recently by listening over some old ones much funnier than I remembered podcast (laughs) in which uh, uh, me and a different friend chat about 
the state of things over at Disney. What's going on with all these remakes they keep doing? What's Frozen all about? What's that? What's this Disney Plus stuff? And mostly we just sort of, you know, chatter on. Uh, and uh, there, there'll be an episode coming out quite soon, actually, about the Honey Eye da 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 films um which uh, we actually <laughs> honey, honey eye, eye da, da, da. Da, da. well yeah. yeah um because it's always it's honey eye and then something different um we did a, a a live stream episode about all of those and i never got around to putting it up as an episode of the podcast so i'm currently going through and editing it and that'll happen soon. that's oh that's with Jahan ranasing who's been on this show with me um Ooh. before and uh so if you thought that was a funny and, episode and, and, which i recall it was you'll like serious business too and hopefully we'll be again. I think. Oh yeah, it was good about wasn't it? time we had Jahan back on. The yeah, phone. yeah, yeah. He's good at this um, sort of thing. Uh, I'm, I am looking forward to uh, Honey. I've carried on up the kite. Yes, and, that's and the such. that's my favourite <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, my favourite one is Honey. Uh, I'm a bum. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to something not on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, if you ha- have enjoyed the podcast so much that you want to uh, help us grow, then please don't hesitate to tell your friends about it. Uh, in fact, that goes for Dave Product as well. It's just really he- helpful to, for you to recommend podcasts um, because they, they are one of those media things that just benefits from word of mouth. Yeah, this is one of the things... I-, I was thinking about this just today, right? This podcast and my two podcasts have inbuilt audiences who really enjoy them now is the time to expand those audiences to some more people as well so start foisting them upon anyone you know who you reckon listens to podcasts mm. so number one foist Voice. number two patreon yeah go to patreon.com if you want to support us financially if you feel you can support us financially um you can give us as little as a dollar a month and a a few people have done this month let me tell you we really really appreciate it if you go over to patreon.com forward slash lives pitch podcast um you get a vote on the genre each week you get your name read out um there's a bunch of stuff that happens a benefit Um, a benefit that i don't think you mention enough you you apply it but you can type any name you want into the field (laughs) and so when you get your name read out folks it can be whatever you want that should be enough incentive just to to drop a couple of quid i mean not a couple of quid give them a load of quids like it like these guys work hard constantly week in week out they should be able to go out get some drinks that sort of thing right get help them out guys yeah, give, pay for our Fanta fruit twist. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, apparently since last uh, we uh, had Eden uh, MW on the show, we talked about uh, a certain, uh, I would say a target demographic of people we wanted to give us titles, which was John on, on the way to Games Workshop uh, on the bus. Um, you might be able to tell that from our new um, <laughs> Patreon uh, supporters. Uh, but anyway, I'll read them out anyway. These are all their real names. That's Brandon Spanky Mills. Stay away from my 400 dragon children. McSpisk, <laughs> it seems that we're able to follow the team's actions in the past through what boffins are calling podcast echoes. <laughs> Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas... Eldar Death Squad up in your business. Pew, 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 you dead. <laughs> Fingers to hand. Prime, sorry, Trime, Prime, Strime. The time you later <laughs> seems to have sent the name John Blake Awire. <laughs> Everything's turning into time. James Delaney. Brames D. Time Kayum. The, t- <laughs> the Tusk Hip Boom has grown to the size of Newcastle. It's eating a whole Glasgow. Brent Black didn't answer the call fast enough now the entire discography of Enya is just just a ghostly voice saying 400 over and over again things are getting bad almost all the thing all things have pulled we may need to call some on somebody else frankly this name thing's getting getting silly we need more normal names like Joseph Hegarty it's too late to Pentvis Jr Paul Van is becoming the horizon Take the bisques down into the basement and don't come out until episode 400. It's a truth universally acknowledged that a single man in possession of a good fortune must be in want of a wife. (laughs) Not even a bisque! I was sure it was going to be a bisque. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. It's just a a wife. Eldar Ulfway, Black Guardians of Death. And then I open a copy of Pride and Prejudice and it's bisque now in every copy that's ever been printed. (laughs) (laughs) Pride and bisque. We almost have, 
We almost have a complete Bisque Vengers team, but assembling it took so many weeks that we've forgotten our mission statement. Alex NSFW. Bit of a good news, bad news situation. <laughs> Harvesting Carl- Carl's bone marrow didn't help us solve injumbulation, but it is lovely on a thick slice of brie. <laughs> Nikki H. I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. By <laughs> Felix, you've done it, Davey. Now we're logged into the podcast mainframe. We can send warnings to the pre-400 era. Riley. Matt, I got us on Sp- on SoundCloud, but at this point in time, Spotify hasn't become a main uh, mainstream as a platform for podcasts. I do have a pretty good feeling about iTunes, though. Captain Eden, the queer buccaneer. I embarrassed myself in front of the other podcasts to join the shenanigans. Tom, SoundCloud is never going to last. Get us on iTunes immediately. That platform is as immortal as Steve Jobs, who is currently alive in this time stream. So thank you. Oh my word. Join that Patreon and you can be part of what I genuinely consider to be like the funniest writer's room currently operating (laughs) in both comedy and science fiction. (laughs) It's great. It is getting long though. I might have to split it into two. <laughs> so yes, thank you, thank you, thank you to all those people. Because like it it must be noted, it's not just that they are contributing um some amazing titles to the funniest part of the show, but they're also helping the podcast keep going. It, it genuinely like pays for all the outgoings of like the the hosting and all that kind of stuff. And oh, you know, not just that, I suppose. It's, it's, it's it, as Dave was saying, like it's easy to be. I only want to pay for our outgoings. Yeah, we work pretty hard on this podcast, so it's nice sometimes to to to, to yeah. actually have some money out of it. No, yeah, you you should be allowed to eat and drink and be merry on the proceeds of this. That is my Ooh. genuine belief. Thank you again, Dave, for coming on. All right. We usually leave you on a um, on a Yes Very Clever award, I believe. Yes, we do. Uh, the Yes Very Clever award, the award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title. I just had a bit of fun with it. Um, so this one is, uh, is it's the second one in a row that's referencing this, I believe. Um, so from Reese Howell, we've got Sonic the Hedgehog, the comic, the game for Android. <laughs> I love that they didn't know you were going to be on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so until next time, I have been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been oh. Dave Bulmer. Sorry for a minute there. I forgot who pitched it. No, remember who pitched it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>